Welcome to Federal Sense with your friendly HR guy. And hello, I'm your friendly HR guy. Um, who's this podcast for? This is for federal supervisors, either new or seasoned, or anyone who wants to be a federal supervisor. We're not going to be going over policy or case law or any of that dry stuff. We're going to be talking about real world issues that me as an HR guy, I get calls from supervisors all day long with these issues. And I wanted to do this podcast to kind of get out my way of doing things, things that I've seen um, managers be successful with. And part of it is setting yourself up for success, you know, doing things a certain way that you have a successful uh, a team that you run and it's, it's going to keep you out of the funny pages. So this episode, we're going to be talking about the indicator light. Um, and what that is in Skype or MS Teams, they have that little indicator light, that little yellow, red, green light that tells you your employee is active, um, away, or offline, or busy in a meeting. So I get this call probably once a, a week where a manager calls me or, or sends me an email that their employee is showing away for three hours. And they want to do something, you know, conduct usually. And, you know, the first question I ask them is, well, how's their work? You know, are they, are they up to date with their work? The, um, the supervisor, yeah, yeah, no, all their work's done. They just, they're just away from their computer. Right there, I, I've got a problem. Why are you worried about the indicator light? And, and the second point is, if they're away from their computer for three hours and they're still up and they're, they're up to date with their work, they probably don't have enough work. But if, if they're up to date on their work, you got no problem. You're wasting your time looking at an indicator light, worrying about that when their work is, is, is done. Now, the, the, the second part with that is that employee that marks themselves as offline and pretty much deactivates that indicator light. Now that you can create, uh, uh, correct. See, as a supervisor, you have the right to assign work and dictate how that work is performed, specifically the equipment that you know the employee has and is issued, you get to dictate how they use that. So in that employee that marks themselves as inactive or, or offline, to uh, keep people from contacting them, you know, because that, that's, that's my idea. That's a great idea. I'll mark myself as offline. They'll go to my backup more times than not. So I get less work. You as a supervisor can put an end to that. You know, the indicator light is a communication tool and that's how you got to phrase it. This is a communication tool and I want you to utilize this communication tool. Now, if you're yellow, red, green, I don't care. But if you're online, if you're on duty, I want the indicator light to be active and I want it to show that you're online so that your external customers know you're available for, you know, to help them. So it, much like that issue is a similar issue of the video, having media, uh, meetings with the video on. A lot of supervisors love the video on. We're in, a, in COVID, we're in this telework phase where we're maximizing telework. I think we're going on about two years of being, you know, working at home and supervisors want to kind of ensure their employees engaged and they want the video on. You can dictate that the employee use their video. You got two things you got to worry about. One, you got to give them a heads up. You know, don't just throw it on them that, you know, oh yeah, turn on your video. They might be in their pajamas. 
you know, and that that's an honest thing. They shouldn't have to be wearing a tuxedo all day long because you might ask them to turn on their video. So give them a heads up. What I like to do in the invite is just put a little asterisk and say, you know, I, I, I'm asking that video be used in this meeting. Uh, your second point, don't make every meeting be a video meeting. You're going to have a hard time convincing an arbitrator or some kind of, um, you know, EEO judge or something that every one of your meetings is so important and so, you know, uh, the video is, is mandatory in every one of your meetings because that just doesn't sound reasonable. So making that blanket statement that every meeting is a video meeting, well, that sounds like a condition of employment. That sounds like something the union might have a right to grieve or, I mean, uh, negotiate, right? And so if you make that blanket statement in an email that every video or every meeting needs video, now you might run into a condition of employment issue and the union might complain that you're, you know, not letting them bargain that, that you know, how that is implemented, right? So don't do that. Every so often, pick meetings that you think video would be good. A good a staff meeting. I like that idea. Staff meeting, you have it every week on Friday at 2 o'clock. That's a video meeting. So put it in there and let them know, hey, I want video on this on this meeting. You know, it fosters communication. It's a great communication tool, and it'll I think it'll it'll definitely um, help the team uh, in this meeting, right? So you've done that. Now, what do you do? And I know what you're saying. What do you do when the guy just doesn't turn on his video? You know, you know, uh, HR guy. I've 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 notified them. I want this meeting to be video. Um, here he is. He's not on video. Great. Don't lose your cool. Don't get frustrated, right? Just write their name down and go about your meeting. Don't let them know it's bothering you. Don't get mad. Just poker face time, right? Write their name down. Then contact your HR guy. We're going to do an email counseling. Uh, good morning, Johnny. Thank you for being at the meeting, but I noticed you didn't have your video on. Uh, as I clearly stated in the invitation, this was a video meeting. I don't have all meetings require video. This one I felt was important and it's it, to foster communication. Going forward, I expect you to have your video on in these kinds of meetings that I um, label video meetings in the invite. Um, failure to do this, I'll consider to be failure to follow my instructions and may lead to discipline in the future up into including, you know, removal. So reach out to your HR guy. They might have different boilerplate language, but something like that is what you're going to do. Next time they don't have their video on, go ahead and write their name. Go to the HR guy, right? Let's go to the next step. I'm going to say a letter of warning, an official memo, right? That's how you're going to address that. Maybe you have three people the first time. I'm going to tell you a good counseling email your good employees won't do it again. They'll turn on that video and you've given them warning. See, that's reasonable. And that's, that's what those third-party you know, appeal judges and arbitrators want to see. They want to see you being reasonable and connecting your actions with the work, right? Just like the indicator light. How's their work? Oh, the work's great. Great, then you have no problem, right? So everything you do as a manager has to be connected some way. You have to show that nexus to the work. That's going to keep you out of hot water. You know, it, you, you can't have a pet peeve as your reason why you don't want to do something or why you want them to do something. It's about the work. Indicator light. I want it to be active. I want it to show your, your, 
um, outside stakeholders that you're available um, and, and online, right? That's work, communication, that's work, right? You're not gonna do anything if it says away, because really, you use that indicator light to do some kind of, um, you know, some kind of time and attendance thing. Well, guess what? Put a stapler on the, the, the space bar, and that, that indicator light will stay green all day long. You'll be paying overtime, because that, that thing's green till five in the morning. We don't look at the indicator light, we don't care. We just want it to be active. We wanna show that you're on duty so that your customers, your stakeholders know you're there and know they can reach out to you and that you'll respond in a reasonable time, right? Same thing with the video. I'm connecting it to the work. I don't wanna see video because I like seeing you and I'm using it as a time and attendance tool because that's what the union's gonna argue. They're using video as a time and attendance tool and, and you wanna you know, see if they're, they're staring at you or they, you know, they're, you're paying attention. No, no, no. We're doing it to foster communication to increase that teamwork mentality. Because we're teleworking, we're maximizing that telework during COVID, the video is gonna help with that, right? So that's how you uh, address these kinds of things with the indicator light and the video is connecting it, having that nexus to the work. And if they are able to be away from their desk for three hours, let's think about giving them more work. Let's think about giving them the same amount of work as their peers. Because a lot of the people that you're worried about, you slowly give them less work because they're unable to perform that job, right? I'd rather you give them the same amount of work and contact your HR guy if they're unable to perform that work. And then we don't have to talk about if they've been away f from their computer for three hours. We're talking about their work. They didn't do their work, didn't get done. It's a poor quality. Now the HR guy can help you out with that, right? Similar, if we go back to the office, right? And, you know, COVID's over and we're back in, in the office. I've had, I, you know, before COVID, I remember managers telling me, oh, well, this employee's been away from their desk for three hours. Again, why are you checking on their desk and why are you treating them differently? All kinds of complaints come out of that kind of thinking. Focus the work. Now, is there a way you can send them an email? Let's say you see the three hours away indicator light, right? Well, maybe I just got a question that's work-related. I'll send them an email. Hey, give me a call. I wanted to go over this review or this work you turned in, um, and I got some questions. Give me a call when you get, when, when you get free. Um, I, 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 I want to do this, put a time component. You know, I, I, I'd like to meet you know, before my 2 o'clock meeting. If it takes three hours to get back to you, contact your HR guy. That that is actionable. Unreasonable response to my emails, unreasonable delay in carrying out your assigned duties, delay in, you know, we can work on the charges, but it'll be a counseling in the beginning, but, you know, that's kind of something you can do to deal with the you're not being responsive in a reasonable time. Let's go off into a tangent about that response time thing. Another thing managers like to do is create some kind of response time amount. And, and they'll even put it in the performance, you know, uh, 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 responding to a customer in 24 hours, responding to my emails in two hours. Don't do that. Just put respond, responds in a reasonable amount of time because every incident is going to be a little different, right? Some emails, you should respond in 20 seconds. Some emails, 24 hours is reasonable. 
you decide as the manager, you decide what reasonable is. And that's, that's the benefit of leaving it without a time frame. Because let's say you say, I expect you to respond to my emails in two hours. Okay, so what happens if you send them an email asking for, um, you know, hey, there's an, a training opportunity. Are you interested? And the employee's like, well, I get to wait two hours. I've seen employees wait two hours on every email response, just to be funny, because that's the, the requirement, right? So put reasonable time, and let's say you send them an email, and, and you put that kind of, I need, I need you to answer me or give me a call you know, as soon as you can, and they respond in three hours. Now that's actionable. You consider that to be unreasonable. Now maybe, and you talk to them, and maybe they were in some crazy meeting or stuff like that. You should kind of know that your employee schedules and what they do. Um, it'd be unreasonable that they would have a three-hour meeting, or maybe it wouldn't. So you'll, you'll know that better than anybody. Contact your HR if you consider it to be unreasonable, and you can follow that conduct piece. That's okay to do. We're not going to do it just because of the color of the indicator light. All right? So I hope this has helped. This is really about how to manage your employees without going down those rabbit holes of worrying about the wrong things. Especially if you're a new supervisor, you, you, you're you looking for ways of managing people in a telework environment. I understand that, but we don't want to use that indicator light. All right? Um, I hope that's helped, and uh, everyone have a good day. Have a question for the HR guy. Send it to federalsense at gmail.com.